profiting from a data breach at the Securities and Exchange Commission and regulating Equifax's cybersecurity. These stories coming up in the ISMG Security Report. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro. A data breach at the government agency that regulates publicly traded companies in the United States, the Securities and Exchange Commission, might have allowed bad guys to profit from corporate secrets stored on SEC computers. The commission this week revealed that it determined in August that a previously detected 2016 cyber incident may have resulted in hackers gaining access to secret corporate information that could have been used to amass monetary gains from illicit stock trades. The SEC says hackers exploited a software vulnerability in the test filing component of the Internet Accessible Corporate Filing System, known as EDGAR, which resulted in access to non-public information. Once the SEC discovered the vulnerability, it says it patched the system. Still, the revelations of the hack proves embarrassing to the agency that requires publicly traded companies to be forthright about major vulnerabilities in their IT systems, as well as cyber incidents that could affect the value of corporate shares. Here's SEC Chairman Jay Clayton speaking in July at the Economic Club of New York. Public companies have a clear obligation to disclose material information about cyber risk and cyber events. I expect them to take this requirement seriously. I also recognize that the cyberspace has many bad actors, including nation states that have resources far beyond anything a single company can muster. Being a victim of a cyber penetration is not in itself an excuse, but I think we need to be cautious about punishing responsible companies who are nevertheless victims of sophisticated cyber penetrations. Said another way, the SEC needs to have a broad perspective and bring proportionality to this evolving area that affects not only investors, companies in our markets, but our national security and our economic future. Indeed, the lead cybersecurity investigator at the Government Accountability Office says even organizations that have taken remedial actions to mitigate breaches could still fall victim to them. Greg Wolchesom is director of GAO's Information Security Issues, and this past summer, he co-authored a report that's noticed significant improvements in security of the SEC's financial systems, but also pointed out that serious vulnerabilities remained. Agencies, no matter how well managed, to the extent that they use information systems that are interconnected with other systems and connected to the internet, are almost always going to be vulnerable to some extent. So it's incumbent upon agencies not only to implement effective preventive controls, but also recognize that it's likely, particularly if they have very attractive information such as SEC, which can be used by individuals for personal gain apparently, that the agency raised the bar as high as it can in a very cost-effective manner. We're always going to be vulnerable to some extent, and so it's really about agencies managing their information security risk. We won't be able to eliminate risk, but the goal is trying to manage it to where we cost-effectively reduce that risk to an acceptable level. Obviously, the SEC did not plug every vulnerability and hackers gain access to data stored on its computers through the corporate filing system, Edgar. Cybersecurity expert Chris Pearson of Viewpoint says that likely gave intruders entree into the back end of Edgar, where SEC warehouses private corporate data. 
What's troubling is that access into Edgar and the back end of Edgar has access into the private filings. If there's any private filings that were made regarding mergers, acquisitions, or other types of press releases that were not necessarily made public, would be done under that private filing moniker, that would be information that would be extraordinarily valuable to hackers, extraordinarily valuable to people trying to manipulate the markets or currency or trading. And so there is this public section of Edgar that we all see and are able to interact with. And of course, going back historically, but there also is a separate back end that probably houses those private filings anyhow. As a result of those private filings, that's not known material, highly, highly confidential information, and that which would be able to be translated into money for, for would-be third-party hackers. SEC says it's working with appropriate authorities to investigate the hack. You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. Next, we return to the hack that seems to be producing new headlines every day, nearly two weeks after it was revealed. Of course, I'm referring to the breach at the credit reporting agency Equifax. That hack exposed the social security numbers and other personally identifiable information of some 143 million Americans. The cyber event resulted in a chorus of calls for tougher data breach and cybersecurity regulations on credit monitoring agencies. At the moment, no federal law exists that regulates the credit monitoring sector as it relates to data breach protection and cybersecurity. But credit monitoring agencies must comply with the Federal Fair Credit Reporting Act, but that law deals mostly with assuring the validity of information data brokers retain and providing access to the information to consumers and businesses. But that statute neither regulates data breach notification nor establishes cybersecurity standards. Several Democratic senators have proposed legislation they contend would strengthen the Fair Credit Reporting Act by placing limits on how data brokers can use information and in one bill address the unauthorized access of consumer information they store. In other words, protecting sensitive information from data breaches. Here's the sponsor of one of the measures, Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts. Equifax's behavior is just jaw-dropping. Equifax hid the breach from consumers for more than a month, failed to clearly inform people whether the information had been stolen, then tried to profit off the breach by tricking people into signing up for a costly credit monitoring product that also required them to give up their legal rights. (laughs) Wow. Credit reporting agencies such as Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion must comply with 48 separate state data breach notification laws. That should create a headache for Equifax's lawyers as state's attorneys general investigate the breach. Legislation to nationalize data breach notification has been introduced on Capitol Hill, but like in past Congresses, it's unlikely to be enacted anytime soon. That's because lawmakers cannot agree what should be in a law. Here's Georgia Tech law professor and privacy expert Peter Swire. There's advantages to shifting to a national data breach law so that companies would face uniform requirements across the country. That's been difficult for Congress to pass, mostly because they can't decide whether to harmonize on the strictest laws like California or Massachusetts or to harmonize on some of the laws that are closer to what business wants. Such a federal law would preempt state laws, some of which have fairly stringent IT security requirements. Some representatives and senators from those states opposed nationalizing data breach notification because that would prevent their states from enforcing their stricter cybersecurity regimes. One such law exists in Massachusetts, which is suing Equifax under its statute. 
The Massachusetts law not only requires companies to notify in a timely manner victimized individuals and law enforcement that a breach occurred, but also lays out requirements for companies to safeguard data such as the use of encryption. Most of the exposed data Equifax stored wasn't believed to have been encrypted. Here's Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healy speaking with CNBC after filing the lawsuit against Equifax. Equifax needs to make this right. They need to pay for their mistakes in leaving so many of us so vulnerable. Anybody who might be the victim of identity theft or fraud, Equifax is going to have to pay. They're going to have to pay to put new systems in place. I'm calling on them to pay for all credit freezes and ongoing credit monitoring. That's what needs to happen in the first instance. But in all of my years as an attorney general and our office investigating data breaches, this is as bad as it gets. Equifax is out there collecting all this data. Most Americans don't even know that Equifax is collecting the data that, that they are collecting. Then they're selling that data to other companies and entities. It is their job and responsibility to safeguard that data. They didn't. What's worse is that now it appears they knew about it. They knew about this breach, but didn't tell the public about it until several weeks later. And what's really bad is that this whole time, there was actually a computer fix, a computer patch available that would have prevented the exploitation of this information. The success or failure of the Massachusetts lawsuit will help determine whether government regulation will get companies like Equifax to strengthen their cybersecurity and provide better data breach response and notification. But not everyone is convinced that regulations will strengthen cybersecurity. When we return, we'll hear from one expert who suggests better security at credit reporting agencies could come about if Congress just jettisons provisions of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. You've seen a cartel-type industry where there are three major credit bureaus that haven't seen a major new entrant in decades. This is the ISMG Security Report. ISMG's Fraud and Breach Prevention Summit will take place October 17th and 18th in London. Keynote address will be provided by Phil Reitinger, CEO of the Global Cyber Alliance, followed by other information security leaders discussing hot topics like ransomware, GDPR, insider threat detection, and more. Visit events.ismg.io and register today. Welcome back. Jim Harper is vice president at the libertarian think tank, the Competitive Enterprise Institute. He's a longtime proponent of limited cybersecurity regulation. Harper contends that the Fair Credit Reporting Act limits competition in the credit reporting agency sector, which only has three major players, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. That's because Harper says the federal law insulates the big three credit reporting agencies from state common law. Harper contends that companies holding sensitive information should be held liable when their negligent release of data causes harm. But because the Fair Credit Reporting Act furnishes the big three credit reporting agencies with immunity from state common law, Harper says smaller competitors are stymied from challenging them political science predicts, you've seen a cartel-type industry where there are three major credit bureaus that haven't seen a major new entrant in decades. That's an area where market forces may well do a lot. Lift the restrictions of the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and I would include lifting the immunity that credit bureaus have, and let new entrants into this field so that the sharp competitors, the folks that can do more with data, that can get better data, that make sure it's more up-to-date, and probably are also better at security, are in there making money. The Equifaxes, the, the dinosaurs of the industry, either get better fast or they go away. 
Right now, they're protected by regulation, and part of their weakness is arguably a product of the fact that that regulation protects them from competition. The reality, at least for the foreseeable future, is that there will be no rollback in the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and it's highly doubtful that the Republican majority in Congress would allow any strengthening of data breach protection rules on the credit reporting bureaus. For now, the status quo continues. That's the ISMG Security Report. Our theme is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Eric Chabro. Catch you next time. Music